The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time and you still do not know me? Philip, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen. Amen, I say to you. Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these. Because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the beginning of John's Gospel, we learn in the wedding at Cana that it's the groom's job to provide the wine. And Jesus is really acting like a groom in that story. In the very next chapter, John the Baptist tells his people that I'm just really happy to be the best man of the groom who is Jesus. In the very next chapter, in chapter 4, Jesus, the bridegroom, the groom, sits beside a well, a stone well, where all the patriarchs used to meet their wives, meets a Samaritan woman who has marital problems and talks about faithfulness. So when you're reading the Gospel of John, you probably ask yourselves, how come there's so many themes that have to do with marriage? And if you've asked that question, I'm happy to tell you why. What happens when you get married? Well, usually you have kids, and that's exactly why Jesus came, to create children of God, sons and daughters of God. So now why am I talking to you about this marriage? Because the marriage thing comes up again in this gospel. It's the marriage proposal. See, back in the first century, when a guy wanted to propose to a girl, 
the guy would kneel down and then say these words. He would say that my, my father's house, there are many rooms. I'm going to prepare a room and I will come back to you and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. And those are the exact words that Jesus used because it's the wedding proposal. And so after the groom says those words, and of course if the girl accepts, he goes back to his father's house and he says to his dad, he says, Dad, guess what? I'm getting married. And then the dad says, oh brother, the house isn't big enough, I'm going to have to add another room. So then the father adds another room to the house to make it a little bit bigger so that we can bring in more people into the house, a new family. The wedding day is when the room is ready. When the only thing left to do is wash the windows, the groom gets all of his friends together and they start up a band and they start playing music as they come into the village. Meanwhile, the bride who's in the village is hearing the music come into the village and she's saying to herself, gee, I wonder if it's my guy that's coming to, if it's my wedding day. So when the guy comes to the bride and brings him back home to the father's house, they have a big wedding day and it's wonderful. The day my mother died, Jesus said these words to her. Before the first star was created, my father added a room to his mansion. And we've been waiting ever since for you to come and fill it. The day my mother died, I was sitting in the corner of my bed with all the waterworks coming down. While I was doing that, while I was being sad, my mother's up there having a wedding party. <laughs> Jesus is telling to the disciples here, she said, who's grieving, they're weepy, they're whiny, they're upset because Jesus is going to die and he's going to go away from them. And Jesus says to them, he says, uh, says that this, the reason why you're sad, the reason why we don't like death, the reason why we despise it, is because we haven't seen the other side yet. And Jesus is here in the gospel telling them about the other side. You know, in the ancient world in the first century, they always thought that death was sleep. And they said, well, that can't be that bad. Everybody likes to sleep. But see, Jesus upgraded. Jesus said, that's not just sleep. It's a wedding feast. It's a party. I had a wedding and the bride was one hour and five minutes late. That's a long time, right? I mean, usually, usually the bride is late, 20 minutes. That long? So when the bride came down the aisle, she apologized to me. Sorry, I'm late. Apparently, the limo driver didn't read the newspaper that day to say that to find out that there was a parade, and then the limo got stuck in the parade and couldn't move. So I asked the bride when she told me that, I said, well, how did you get here? She says, I got out of the limo, walked down the street, and I took a cab to my wedding. <laughs> you know, that sometimes happens in life. Sometimes there's a block. Sometimes we lose the way. Sometimes we can't figure out how to get to our final destination. And sometimes we have to go to somebody that can take us there. And that's why Jesus is the way. He comes to us. He comes to us to take us home to the Father's house. 
Here's my closing thought. The greatest thing that happened to me in my life is that I am a son with a huge inheritance, eternal life. And no one, no one can take that from me. I don't care how bad it gets, how hard it is. No one can take away your sonship. And Jesus in the gospel says, I am a groom, and my job is to provide the wine for the party, which he does at the beginning of the gospel. And my other job is to come back to you and take you to my father's house. What he does at the end of the gospel. Where is kids? Sons and daughters with an inheritance. Part of the royal and divine family. Nothing could be greater. He'll come back to us and take us to his father's house.